So I had someone email me, which you can do if you'd like, chat at cometdownpodcast.com. They asked if I would do an episode on how to get along with someone that you have no choice but to, well, get along. I have to say, sincere props to you. I won't mention your name, but that's incredibly selfless of you. Here's someone that is in an environment where they're just not able to ignore or walk out of the room and decides to say, hey, you know what? I want to better myself. Rather than dreading each time I see this person, what can I do to better the situation? Mad props. If there isn't a clear definition of selfless humility than this, I'm not sure that there ever will be. So, all right, let's dive in. First things first, you are a good person. I may not have met you, but I know this to be true. You are a good person. But no matter how lovely of a person you are, sometimes it's just difficult to get along with everyone. Let's just be honest. Maybe you're the type of person who tries to make friends everywhere you go. Or maybe you're the opposite. You're, you're introverted. You're shy. You prefer to spend time alone. I typically fall in that category. Either way, more than likely, there's at least one person in this world who just irks you, annoys you, infuriates you even. Maybe you and this person have a history. It's hard not to be upset with someone who's directly hurt or abused you in the past. That requires the ancient practice of forgiveness, which I'll save that topic for another day. But sometimes it's not because of a long and painful history. You simply just can't stand this person. Every time you see them, you feel annoyed, you feel stressed, you feel like you just don't understand why they do the things they do. Perhaps it's the coworker that's constantly interrupting you, or that driver who cuts you off, uh, the relative who is so judgmental of anyone who's different, or maybe it's your boss who seems to think it's his purpose in life to degrade you. Remember in The Lion King, Simba's deceitful uncle, Scar? Now, here's a cat, literally, that's a perfect example. His very first words in the film are, Life's not fair, is it? Seconds in, and you already are like, Yeah, I don't like this guy. He's a bully, he's selfish, he's just, he's he's everything ick. Now, I don't know about you, but I hate not getting along with people. I do. I I think I'm rather friendly, and whenever I come across someone who just rubs me the wrong way, it just makes me it makes me uncomfortable because I want to like everybody. And I, I have a running joke. I'm so laid back, I walk with a cane, and it's true. I I am. I mean, it's nearly impossible to annoy or aggravate me. You have to be really good at it. <laughs> Unless you take that last cookie from my plate, but even then, I'm probably like, eh, I didn't need it anyway. But even if you are an easygoing, kind-spirited person, it's easy to just simply feel frustrated or aggravated. So let's catch our breath and zoom out of this picture just a bit. This happens to the best of us. 
First things first, you are not a bad person. You're not a bad person for disliking or getting annoyed with someone. Let me say that again. You are not a bad person for disliking or getting annoyed with someone. It's okay not to get along with the entire world. But if you're anything like me, you want to be able to deal with these these feelings so that you can, if nothing else, have a little bit more peace and serenity in your life. So how do we transform this, this rage, this annoyance? How do we turn it into empathy or compassion or maybe even, dare I say, love? I mean, in the end, that's what we're supposed to be about anyway, isn't it? Love. I'm Chad Lawson, and let's calm it down in three, two, one. Let me walk you through something really quick. Just humor me. Close your eyes if you would like, but you don't need to if that makes you feel uncomfortable. This is really simple. Think of someone who really bothers you. It could be someone in your life or even a fictional character like Scar if it's too hard to do with a real person. I understand. But you just cannot get along with this person no matter how hard you try. Everything they do, everything they say just feels foreign. You got someone in mind? Great. Now, just hold that person in your mind just for a minute. What's coming up for you? What do you feel when you think about this person? It's okay, you can be honest. There's no need to sugarcoat it. Do you feel anger? Do you feel resentment? You can name your feelings, or do you feel something even stronger, like hatred? It's okay. Remember, you're not a bad person. And we're all trying to work through this. So think about the last time that this person got under your skin or insulted you or said something. What did they do or say that got you so upset? Okay, now I'm going to ask you to do something difficult. But before I do, I want to pause for a minute. And I want to talk about empathy. I know it's a word you probably are very familiar with, but... What is empathy? What do you think it is? There are lots of different definitions and interpretations out there of what empathy is. Some people think empathy is about caring. Others say it's feeling connected to another person or agreeing with someone else's actions. But I think the simplest explanation of empathy is this. The ability to see the world through another person's eyes. Let that sink in just for a second. The ability to see the world through another person's eyes. Having empathy for someone just means being able to see the world through their eyes. It doesn't mean you adore them or that you want to be their best friend. It doesn't even have to mean that you like them. But here's the funny thing about empathy. When you start trying to see the world through someone else's eyes, when you really, really try to understand how this person sees things, what they're literally going through emotionally and physically, it becomes harder to maintain the same level of anger or hatred towards them. You start to say, oh, 
this person is a human being with thoughts and feelings and past traumas and suffering and dreams. This person has their own worldview that makes them think and behave the way that they do. Now, that doesn't mean I agree with their worldview, which is probably why they annoy me to begin with, but I can start to understand. I can try to see things how they see them and start to realize that if I saw the world that way or if I had the experiences that they have had, I might behave like they do as well. Or maybe not. Maybe I'd still make totally different choices. But again, empathy is just about trying to see, trying to understand. Doesn't mean you have to like them. Doesn't mean you have to agree. But I can start to see the humanness in them. And I can remember that being a human is complicated. It's, it's messy. You might not know this person very well, and I don't know them at all. But we can assume two things about them. Number one, that they've experienced suffering. And number two, that they want to be happy. Do you know how I know that? Because that's true about me. I sure want to be happy, and I'm guessing it's true about you too, because it's true for all of us, isn't it? I mean, all of us suffer sometimes, no matter how different our lives are, and all of us wish to get rid of that suffering. And, you know, at the end of the day, just be happy. That's just being human. So that's going to add to my empathy as well. I can always start there by trying to understand that this person suffers and they want to be happy. And then try to fill in the rest, the in-betweens. For instance, if you drew a straight line on a piece of paper and on one end you wrote hurt or pain or sorrow even, and then on the other end you wrote happy, or loved, or at peace. Imagine that person in the middle, stuck between those two endpoints. On one side, you have something that's really hard. On the other side, you have freedom. Imagine being stuck right in the middle of that, trying to figure out how to go from one side of that line to the other. We all have our own struggles of getting from one place to the other. Okay, I didn't forget about our little exercise, so let's go back to that. Now, bring that person who annoys you back to the forefront of your mind. Great. I'd like for you to ask yourself these questions. Are you ready? In what ways is this person expressing their suffering? Oof. In what ways, no matter how misguided, are they trying to achieve happiness? I'm going to repeat those two one more time. All right? In what ways is the person expressing their suffering? And then in what ways, no matter how misguided, how left-filled you think it is, how are they trying to be happy? When they do that thing that's annoying you, why are they doing it? No, really, why? Where do you think that's coming from? Remember, start with the assumption that this person suffers and wants to be happy. 
What do you think they're trying to achieve with their actions? Try to allow your heart to soften. Invite the human being in you to recognize the human being in them. In other words, try to see yourself in them. Oof, it's hard, isn't it? Another hard reality is some people simply, they don't want to be liked. Scar, for instance, going back to the Lion King, he comes to mind. He had no intentions of starting a book club or even making friends, but with that understanding, that's something he will hopefully work through eventually, but their working through their own obstacles is not something for you to own. Did you hear that? Other people working through their obstacles is not something you need to own. And as an extreme empath that just wants to hold everyone's hand, I've had to learn this myself, and it's really hard, because I like seeing people happy, and so I try to go out of my way in making that path of happiness. But sometimes others have scars, pun intended, that are deep, to the core deep. And while they may annoy the dickens out of you, you're taking a step back is actually an act of empathy. Did you hear that? You're taking a step back is sometimes an act of empathy. A sign of saying, hey, I'm not walking away. I'm just giving you some space. When the time comes, hopefully, but not always, they'll take a step forward in connecting with you. Giving someone some much-needed space is just as important as giving them a hug. Flowers bloom in different seasons, as do the hearts of everyone. Maybe you feel the same about this person after this exercise, or maybe you've started seeing them. A little bit less like an enemy and a little bit more like just another person trying to be happy. I want to leave you with these words from Zen master Thich Nhat Hanh. I know my pronunciation is horrible. But when we see that our suffering and anger are no different from their suffering and anger, we will behave more compassionately. Oh my goodness. Not even done with the quote, I'm already in tears. When we see that our suffering and anger are no different from their suffering and anger, we will behave more compassionately. So understanding the other is understanding yourself. And understanding yourself is understanding the other person. Everything must begin with you. Flowers bloom in different seasons, as do the hearts of everyone. To find more episodes of Comet Down, hear the musical playlist from today's episode, or simply wanting to know where to send chocolate chip cookies, visit CometDownPodcast.com. 
You'll even find additional resources for emotional support, including our online community and our Facebook page. You're not alone. You are not alone. This podcast was written and produced by yours truly, Chad Lawson, composer, pianist, and nationally recognized Sweet Tooth. And now something my attorney wants me to say. The views, expressions, and techniques in this episode are of my personal opinion and is not intended to, nor should they serve as a substitute for medical advice or diagnosis rendered to you by your individual doctor or other healthcare provider. Only a licensed physician should evaluate your situation, provide a diagnosis, or render other medical advice to you, and you should only act upon the advice of such physician. Now, what I'd like to say. I am an extreme empath by nature, but my profession is that of a composer and pianist, not a licensed therapist or physician. I hear from thousands of listeners how my music has helped them through various stages of emotional needs, and I simply want to offer this and future podcasts in aiding those needs. To find a list of licensed professionals in your area, please visit CometDownPodcast.com. And finally, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review. While it takes less than 60 seconds to do, its impact will last for years to come as every little bit helps in growing the awareness and the importance of emotional health. I'm Chad Lawson, and until next time, be kind to your mind, and join me next week as we calm it down.